your host and your moderator, along with uh, our folks with the uh, Missouri Black Chamber of Commerce. And we're open uh, this Saturday. We have wanted to do something with the military, but I guess they got them locked up. So what we will do is tell you what is upcoming December the 2nd in Kansas City for the United Minority Media Association which will be celebrating its 50th year as an organization. And trying to get more people involved, we also have some areas of uh, time well spent. We also have the Yuma opponent people that work with us and to get the word out, they help the community. We also are working with all entities they have really put a lot of time in to make things better for the community or made a difference. So what we're open and we also have people that can can text us and we'll try to get those uh, questions out there and answer. And um, I'm happy to be joined once again by Mr. R. Folks. So we'll kind of share this and come up with things, but on December the 2nd, that's when we're having the uh, 50th anniversary celebration, and the theme is <clears throat> 50. And we're adding to it, it is growing. It well, you know, MC, MC, this is our folks, you know, but to be uh, able to uh, sustain anything for 50 years, you know, is a long, long time. I mean, a very, a very long time, and I commend you guys. You know, for for you know being able to sustain that, and I just always reflect back on all the people, the lives that you have touched and changed during that time period. It's always absolutely, absolutely amazing that you know that you've been able to do so much. You know, for the city of Kansas City, around the country. And if anything, I watch. Uh, uh, this commercial they got, they got on uh, on uh, uh, just TV. The young lady, that's the, the black female there, you know who uh, got us started in Kansas City. I think about you, and how how you know, there was somebody that got us started, you know, got a direction to sit, be in the media, uh, to you, so to speak. Well, and also I just go ahead. And also, I just amazed me. Okay, how many people? Generations of things that you guys have affected, and you know, and when you when we have these conversations, you know, uh, I've been can't talk to different people, you know, how they have, you know, had families been touched, you know, a lot of times people go out to college under the scholarship, they get there, they go into communications, you know, and then they have your children come on behind them, and they also, you know, uh, kind of you know, follow the lead. Right. Not only this there, but as far as you doing stuff in other states, like in Texas, you know, uh, I know Kentucky, there are different places around the country that are uh, part of you, you know, that we did shows with people like that. Well, you know, thank you very much, but uh, I think we're, we're giving the credit of setting the tone for getting people, I know we're as part of the group, or I was part of the group that most of the a major communication uh, company, corporation, they didn't even, they didn't even have an internship program. 
And we set the tone for that now. Just about all of them have the internship program. There's so areas that you go in. Some of the interns are for summer release, uh, the vacation, uh, the holidays, and what have you. But we were the one who was fortunate enough to set the tone for that, getting people who had degrees or not only in broadcast and advertising, but also in marketing, also in uh, human relations, and also working from, we, we were part of the uh, organization called the uh, National Black Media Coalition, which now humor is the one that is uh, the senior person of the oldest minority media group doing that. But what we were still trying to do is connect up with other ethnicities because they have the same deal like we could find like in the Asian community. It seemed like Nick Trump is their baby. They seem to have a lot of that. Like Scott, we have to have people to be engineered. This word, Scott, can tell us about his thoughts on becoming an engineer and what's the job of an engineer, if he would. Uh, becoming the engineer and the uh, manager of Ferguson USA Hot Talk Radio? Uh, sure. Uh, basically, uh, I've been with the St. Louis Ambassadors, which is a, a charitable group in St. Louis uh, for oh, probably 10, 15 years. But uh, there was a need right after the Michael Brown incident in Ferguson. And uh, the St. Louis Ambassadors uh, uh, came up with a way to help Ferguson get their voice out by uh, putting out an internet radio station. I was part of that. I had a, a veteran talk show on for about two years, and then, uh... He was longer than this guy, he was longer than that. He was longer than that. Yeah. Than that. Okay. Than that. It was probably longer than that, you're right. Uh, but in, uh, let's see, 20, at least we started the, the, the radio station in 2015. Uh, mm -hmm. 2019, we had difficulty keeping it on. So I took it over, uh, and ever since then, I've been uh, learning the uh, software that it takes to to run a uh, station like this. So you know, Scott, Scott I can kind of jump you on into that over here because previously, uh, you took over from me. I was your manager at uh, that time, and I got to work with more chasing. So that's the 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 family line there, mm -hmm. and, I, and I took over. You know, and, and at that time. Uh, at that human commerce, I was doing a lot of things with them. We were with Tony Yoder, and I always had the issues with my, my back. Mm -hmm. You know, for the broken neck all the time, you know, about to go into traction. Right. So, uh, you know, okay, and I think we got sort of the same task out because I was approached by Bob Weekends in one cases because I had had a extensive background in radio, you know, in, in the you know, in community. You know, I used to have my own rents, and I was 28, 27 years old. You're right. Years old, MC. Uh, I had, you know, KBY, you know, was, you know, FM radio station back in, you know, in 1976, 76, well, 76, that's when I met the station. And, uh, you know, I got involved with them, and by 1977, I guess, you know, and next year, I found myself again as a general manager. Uh, and I found it when I was like, I was young, I could imagine the whole country. Uh, and again, didn't know what I was doing, but I was blessed to be in the right place at the right time, you know. And so, and so, and then you know, I did stuff, you know, without uh, built the cable system in St. Louis for the you know, cable system, did that stuff, and did you know, uh, built up uh, internet, well, what's not too well, uh, online, uh, cable TV, local government access channel, SEO TV, every bad is still going strong in St. Louis. And so I had a background in communications. And I've been knowing Bob Weems as, as, as an activist for many, 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 many years. And uh, and so they were to, uh, you know, uh, he came to me and I told me what was going on, you know, and asked me to get involved. And I was saying to him, I was at a plate four when I was just sort in the chamber. And it was just, uh, uh, you know, uh, so, 
mosquito in my body, but he felt I, I needed to be able to say she can help it out. So I got on board like Scott did, you know, and, uh, and I that's when I met Scott. And we kind of bonded early on. I mean, we so we beat each other and talk. And we were, in fact, I worked also with the ambassador for a number of years also, but after I met, you know, I gave him this time, I was probably more, you know, uh, involved you know, with them and with the members, you know, and, you know, and still am a member. I haven't made the parties yet, like we don't have a year, but uh, we're close to Mark Chase and the whole gang out there for the ambassadors. Matter of fact, you know, Scott, I mean, when they first got started, you know, this last time, you know, I was working in the mayor's office around that time with Ms. Shane back in those days. He was kind of part of the deck creation, we or not. So, uh, so like Scott, you know, uh, you know, he, he, uh, when staff took over, I'm giving him all the props here. Prior to Scott taking over, we were trying to be a, a radio station, not an internet radio station. And primarily because we had all the software and technology there, but no one understood what being an internet station meant. And when Scott came in and took us to the next level, where we are now, uh, we went, I said, to the next level, I truly tell you that. That he understood, you know, uh, what computer could do, get the technology experience, and so uh, he was able to, uh, you know, uh, get us going. Uh, we put the organization to what we were doing, and uh, we had a lot of shows that did not stay, but he and I decided we were going to do this, you know, one way or another. And uh, and so uh, he was able to, you know, to put us down when we found ourselves on uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, you know, live every Saturday. That's all Scott's doing. And he showed us how we could use the, the technology that we already had. Uh, and when you came to uh, Danny, my father's studio, that we had a little space they had in the church there, he got us a little bit more space so they can work. I don't know, we had a lot of things going on in the church there when we had to find a new home, okay, and we moved where we were. A smaller space, but Scott, nobody actually knew that. And so we were able to continue broadcasting, uh, continue serving the community, and we've been a voice for the Ferguson community, where the, the, the previous mayor of Ferguson, uh, Mayor Knowles, was one of our great supporters uh, of the Western Commerce at the same time. And I kind of you know, my shows when I started um, and created the show with the Western Commerce, you know, which, you know, uh, I do every, every, every week. Along with Scott uh, Yelta Lyles and uh, Chucky Bo, who's our CEO of the NASDAQ Team of Congress. And we have fun every Saturday. Every Saturday, MC, you know, and then I think from there, Scott, that's when we, uh, uh, MC, uh, had issues at, the, at this form of station. And, uh, and uh, he needed a home and needed a place to go. And I told Scott about it, and we talked about it. And, you know, and uh, here we are. I don't know, about three or four years later, okay, we're still doing it. Gives us coming to Kansas City. And so, so we appreciate that opportunity, but getting back where we're getting the credit for setting the tone for many people to get into this. And if we could, it's just like with uh, American Outdoor. If we could get more. Urban Outdoor, Candy Wayne, and Cheyenne, and the whole group. Well, we was the one that had them when we do the Yuma uh, breakfasts out to Adam's Mark. And mm-hmm. I guess uh, um, the people with Urban American Outdoor to uh, Carol Rockwell. And that's how they got their started in getting in the TV. They are one of the top, and it's growing, still steady growing. That's what I couldn't think of. At the, at the start, about steady growing. Is right. Yeah, right. Um, 25 years. Thank you. 25 years to celebrate. Right. And, and see if, if it's possible, we might be able to reach one of them now while we're on the air. But on the same token, uh, <clears throat> they are, they have set the tone. There's so many yes. in the country, oh, you'd be surprised. But you, MC, MC, what you said there, okay, but uh, with Urban American Outdoors, uh, it, it, it has been in syndication, okay, a syndicated TV show on, 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 on cable for over 25 years. 
and, and they won many, many, many awards because they were you know, one of the you know, uh, you know, breaking, you know, like it, hit the mold, like you just said. And sometimes people have tried to duplicate you know, what they're doing. Uh, and from there, MC, the pitching derby that you get in there, and going around the country, we had one here in St. Louis at Ferguson, Missouri. You know, and and and, and again, but you know more about it than I do because you have me at here at uh in, in the park there in Kansas City. So, what's the name of the park there, MC, that you have in Kansas City? Okay. MC, are you still there? I'm going to go to break for a couple minutes. Black colleges, uh, 
universities and uh, black colleges, that a lot of people are picking up that how important they are, whereas a lot of them would take the ones in Mississippi, the one in Texas, the one in Florida, whereas once they get the people into the school, then major media pick them up. We need to get more people trained so we can make our own minority broadcast and media operation function at a faster pace. One reason we talk about economics, where the major major broadcast stations, they have more economic at this time than the minority stations. Well, FC, you 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 hit the hill the nail on the head there, you know uh, you know about it's the it's economic okay it's, it's the Benjamin the dollar bill that actually you know dictates you know how it needs to be done, and I know that's one thing uh, that I don't care what media you in, so that's why you have most nonprofit radio or TV stations, uh, you know that have they fund like NPR they have fundraising side. You know, and that's how they you on the air, you know. So again, um, that's that's something that you know, even I mean, commercial radio, uh, they don't call it fundraising, but they got sales managers and sales team that's out there, you know, trying to raise money, you know, through, through commercials and ads and stuff like that that are broadcast. I mean, so it's, it's something that's always in, in the broadcast media. If you're out there, it's always always going to be some kind of way. That you have to be able to be able to, you know, uh, have some way to generate revenue, pay the bills. Well, that's that's yeah. true, and you know what's a really pertinent part. I run across some people, and what they're doing, they are uh, uh, recruiting more people majored in marketing to go out and market the different products, the stations, and could be any aspect of the media. And we're recruiting people and engineers as well as people who can help us financially get these things support and encourage more you to uh, participate. One of the situations was, was a problem and I hope we could change that. A lot of people would attend our workshop or belong to uh, the main media, Yuma, and when their children would graduate, they, were, they didn't have the kids to continue on. We're trying to work on that, trying to establish something to human kids, okay? But the continuation has kind of uh, held us back too much, really. And this, we need people to help us really energize that. And I've got some people I'll be talking to to make that possible. But we normally set the tone for a lot of things, but once they get it going, other people take over. And we just like cast to the side. Well, MC, you know, a lot of times, you know, most things in life is somebody has to create something. And once it's being created, some people will either simplify it or make it more simple, but take it to the next level. And, you know, and, and flattery is probably the best, you know, what you did or do, or take, or take you know, something that you did and, Take credit for it of some sort. You know, uh, that's just, you know, that's why, you know, but in your case, you see, this show was copyrighted. So it, so it was a company canceled. It could not be, could not be, you know, taken from you at all. You had the well part that nobody already ordered with that. Well, that, that, that's true. And the other thing is, like, what we do with the economic, uh, mine is just uh, uh, something. Enjoy do. I've been uh, called by family members or whatever that Yuma was my wife, and we and just like up in uh, St. Louis and uh, Ferguson, most of us do it because we enjoy doing it. It's not like we have sponsorship of monies to take care of our daily needs, so we just do it from the heart, and hopefully that people catch on. They keep saying. Let's help them, but we wait for that day to happen. It's just like coming up on December the 2nd. Uh, a lot of groups uh, were put together this time well spent, where 
you don't know, the well deserved 20 day petition put down in Texas and mother faith with her daughter and she gives some rest and she needs rest. But uh, she's going to be working with us, bringing the black mayors. And we have maybe 20, 15 or 20 of them in the St. Louis community. And they're going to be all being in attendance, you know. So it can be a, looking forward to a great event. Hopefully, we can probably get you over here and see if it's all possible to be a part of it, you know. can always go to DAV.org and find out everything they need to know about the Disabled American Veteran Organization. Okay, what I'm doing is have, have some handouts so we can hand out doing our, our day. I'll, I'll be glad to send you some. Okay. text they need to text uh, the IRA or uh, or myself my phone number is 314-277-0621 uh, the, the problem with that is uh, is I'm using this phone right now for uh, for the broadcast oh, okay okay I understand we uh, kind of got a little complication there but a lot of people who are listening hopefully or listen to as we broadcast now. Hopefully uh, they are. Okay. And that's another thing. We, we spoke about how major broadcasts or communication entities, they have a more of a revenue type situation than the other uh, smaller groups. And that's what we need to either have more people to listen in and that will attract more advertisers or sponsorship. But that's very important and very it's essential that that takes place ASAP. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, MC Scott can share a little bit about his business that he has, that, uh, that he, he's a real estate uh, agent that uh, does uh, new things. He also, not only does he sell houses, but he also uh, rent houses also, and also apartments. Scott, and Scott, uh, well, I do uh, a lot of rentals here in St. Louis. Uh, as a real estate agent, I uh, I do a lot of rentals, and you know, there's uh, there, the uh, market is opening up again, so we'll see what happens. But that's uh, that's what I do. Okay, 
on this? Okay, how does a person know how to get in contact with you and what can be the expectation of you being an agent? How can that benefit them? Well, uh, when I'm an agent for a person, I find them the best home for their, uh, for their needs. And uh, we communicate, we make sure that, that what, uh, what they're looking for is what we find. For example, if they want a, a two-bedroom, I have the resources to look all the way around through uh, Missouri, actually, to find them a... Uh, to find them a good home and uh, basically I follow through all the way until they uh, they move in so that's fantastic well let me add to that I know when I was going for uh, aging or broken glass and you had to take that test in Jeff City but now I think it's more local and the different cities they can provide that test for one to become uh, first, an uh, agent, then they normally work through uh, a broker. Has that shit work like that? You can be a broker after two years uh, after be after becoming an agent, but it's a uh, a stately thing. In other words, Missouri has their uh, regulations, and uh, Illinois has their regulations, and Kansas has their regulations. So basically, you can. Uh, you know, after you do take the test, you can go ahead and uh, and be an agent. Of course, you got to be uh, you got to take all the uh, continuing education and things like that uh, to uh, to be a good agent. But I'm very fortunate. I have a, a very good mentor at my uh, at my realty uh, agency. So. Well, I used to. I've heard. Like when I was in California, that if you could pass that test, that was a hell of a deal. And uh, then, then people don't they have a Delaware type deal or Missouri? How? Who, who do you uh, go to? How do you get involved with the Missouri people if you want to become a real estate agent? Well, first of all, you got to contact uh, another agent or a broker, uh, and then you uh, t you uh, take a course. Then you take a test, uh, and once you've taken the test and you've passed it, it took me about three times. But uh, your uh, your license is good for well up to two years. For example, I got uh, in Missouri. Everybody's agent license uh, is uh, expires on the uh, on the in September twenty four. Uh, whereas brokers are July twenty, uh, July of twenty-four, so we—that's uh, the way they they regulate who's going to be a uh, an agent. Okay, let, let me ask you. Uh, you know, you take a test or so. What do you prepare? And I know you. If you don't, you can't give the answer. What What you want to really study for to be able to pass a test? Well, uh, it's different, uh, and, and there is a national level of the test that you need to take as well, but you're talking about uh, uh, learning how to compare different, uh, uh, different pieces of real estate, different properties. You learn how to uh, uh, move in or how to uh, use the uh, language that you need to for marketing to make sure everything is inclusive and everything like that. Um, and it's a, it's about a 48 hour course, if I remember correctly. So. Well, let me, let me ask you this, uh, a lot of time, uh, people want to get into that and it's kind of a problem, but, uh, it takes a lot of study and what does it, uh, how does it benefit a person to become an agent and, I know they work, normally they work to a broker. Yes. And then some people have a lot of different things and what they're looking for. And then they got non-commercial, then they got uh, commercial. Well, you've got How a, does that really work? Well, you've got a lot of different types of real estate. Uh, you even have rentals. Uh, I do a lot of rentals myself. 
um, basically that it, uh, you know, people are looking, like you said, for different things. And, uh, you know, the, the real estate agent has choices, uh, to specialize in one of these areas, whether it's a commercial, whether it's a, uh, high end, whether it's rentals, uh, uh, you know, uh, just whatever type they want to do. And, um. And you just need to find the buyers and the sellers. <laughs> well, well, I've, I've spoken with some people that they head up different organizations uh, looking for places to be housed in. Right. Uh, how does that come about? I'm not sure I follow you, Mr. MC. Okay. What they're looking for a place to rent. These people have an organization. But they need a, a place to rent so they can be housed there. Well, who should they, how do they go about getting that? Well, they, they can go to an agent, but the, the thing is, landlords have certain requirements that they have. And a lot of people will find their, uh, their rentals on Craigslist or on Facebook pages. I put my, my uh, listings on Facebook uh, Marketplace. Um, but there's... There's also the housing authority that is a usually a city uh, city office that helps people with fair housing and stuff like that. Is fair housing the same as a, a affordable housing? No, no, I wouldn't say that it is. I mean, affordable housing is different for every person. The uh, uh, it's recommended that uh, that a person's uh, income is three times the amount of the rent per month. Uh, that That's affordable housing. Now, fair housing uh, has an entirely different meaning and, and usually it's a uh, social ec economic type of uh, situation. Well, how are you? Do they still have that Section 8 in housing? There is Section 8. Low income, have you? There is. Uh, not all landlords will uh, will accept that, though. Uh, generally, landlords uh, go for a, a credit amount, a credit score of uh, at least 600, 650 before they'll allow it. But there are some landlords that do take the Section 8 uh, vouchers and things like that. I work with... Well, I don't, okay. I know I can relate to this. A lot of the Section 8, they have people who qualify to get there, and then you have the dealers, drug dealers move in there, and that's how they form the, that's what they operate from. Well, and that's why the, uh, that's, that's why the landlords don't generally take Section 8. They're afraid of it. I do work with a couple of organizations like the St. Patrick Center and, uh, uh, and people uh, and veterans who have lower income, uh, and I try to find them uh, landlords that will accept them, but it's not always possible. Well, one of the areas I think we, uh, we have a problem in Kansas City and St. Louis, probably uh, statewide, whereas we have these people uh, drive by shootings, we have people that murder, we have. And anymore, it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, how old you are. If you're there, people, they don't say that I'm not going to do anything to you because you're a woman. They will kill anybody. A lot of teenagers been at parties and things, shooting in the... And would you think in the real estate uh, business that it was uh, good well, I also believe that that anybody has a right to purchase a gun. You know, a lot of people want to go back to 1791 when they created the Second Amendment. And some people say, "I got to have that to protect myself." Protect myself. A lot of people have ran rampant and crazy, and they get these smuggle these guns in, and I murder increasing in both cities well you, you see as a real estate uh, um, agent I am not allowed legally to uh, 
to steer somebody away from a uh, a uh, neighborhood and yeah it, it happens a lot but uh you know i cannot really tell you that the, a neighborhood is good or bad uh you know based on my opinion what about you our no, 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 well, not being a realtor, okay. Uh, but, you know, no, I'm just saying the general. When, when really, you see, I know a lot about it because my wife was a broker. And okay. She's been in this over 27 years, okay. And I also been a developer where I've actually built about 25 homes here in St. Louis. And we, and we actually sold those units. And at that time, we sold them, okay. We sold them in, we were like in Midtown St. Louis. Um, which is like, you know, uh, uh, you know, in, uh, uh, some people call them luxury homes in those days, but you no, know, but they were uh, high in price wise. And uh, I do know, just watching my wife work with different, with different uh, you know, uh, people over the years, it's kind of, it's a very much a hard, hard job. It's got to tell you, a lot of people uh, want to come in, but you, nowadays you have to have most agents nowadays. They want to get you free to prove. A lot of times people come in and don't have a slight idea, Scott, we can back this up. How much have they qualified for? I'm gonna say, you know, they, they, they all want a three or four car garage. They all want three or four bedrooms. They all want two baths and all that stuff, okay? But the money number doesn't fit that, my right, Scott? Well, a lot of them do, but a lot of them are, uh, are trying for, uh, th you know, I had a, a client the other day just looking for something for herself and her 11 year old so mm -hmm. you know it's 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 different with every single situation right, uh, right. everything is every, 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 every client is different yeah and all needs are different that's all that's the beauty of real estate uh, scott well that's why i'm enjoying it so much because i get to meet people mm -hmm. i get to help them uh uh improve mm -hmm. their lives so. you know you know just uh, just watching from my wife okay what happens, okay, once you have a closing, by the time you get there, at least 30 or 90 days, that you get to meet that family, that person. It does take a while. And you a while. It took a while to, to, to get there. And, 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 you, and you know, you become, you become friends, you know. My wife has some lifelong friends, okay, because most of us are sales business now. come from repeat uh, customers. Absolutely. And so... The people that she sold houses for 10, 30 years, 25 years ago, uh, come back because uh, in the real estate business, Scott, as you would tell them, it's called you got to be able to uh, uh, provide people a, a comfortable environment and, and, and understanding that you're dealing with them and giving that service of yourself and that, that, that you're looking out for them. And, and people wonder why agents get a commission out of uh, what they do sell. So well, <laughs> we, we we work for that. We work for that. That's oh, very hard, very we don't hard. we don't we don't generally get a uh, a uh, salary from our broker. It's it's all oh. all uh, commission and uh, you know and otherwise. I'm just very fortunate that I'm uh, a retired, retired from the Air Force, and I have a disability. Uh, right, right. Because otherwise, <laughs> up till this point, I would not be able to feed myself or my wife. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. If, if I may interrupt, this is a time where communication and shows like this and. Uh, the Black Chamber, Missouri Black Chamber of Commerce, you never know at the media associate, and people who host the various uh, shows can get the word out to educate our people or orientate our people. That's why this is very essential. So more people should join in to make sure that these broadcasts and communication entities are provided with actual good revenue to continue doing what they're doing. This is true. Well, I mean, you know, that's true. But like I said, well, Scott, and I know for my wife, uh, you know, in real estate, you know, when a person calls you, uh, immediately you spend time, they'll take them different places, providing them the listings, you know, uh, then the first thing you got to get them pre-qualified or, or qualified. And, and they'll say, and you, you become like a real personal situation that you have with a person. 
before you actually you know it, 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 you get to know a person and then and, uh, you right and I know uh, Trump and Scott uh, we're not in that six figure area uh, <laughs> but we do it because it's a necessity and we need to get more people attracted to that like getting more sponsors what is a sponsorship if somebody said how can I sponsor could you either one of you give some good tips on how you become a sponsor and what it all entails well, well, you see, in the terms, you got to find a person that has a good heart, for one. Uh, either person has a need, okay, where they want to reach people. And you can be the, be, be the vehicle, the avenue by which they can reach you. It, can I make a little announcement, please? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I am having an open house tomorrow for both investors and renters at 210 North, uh, North 17th Street in St. Louis. So, I have some uh, some uh, lofts for rent uh, between 700-850, and I also have some for sale for under eighty thousand. So, if you'd like to come there at that time, please do. So you might answer the question: How how will you? open house and benefits the people who are interested. Well, they might find a house or a home. It's right next to the uh, the new soccer stadium. And, uh, you know, just come on down. It's always good to have your own uh, place to live. You know, Scott, uh, we have to say one thing, okay? The, the location that, 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 that you mentioned, okay, if you are centrally located in downtown St. Louis, uh, you, you got uh, you know, uh, very, a lot of entities. You got the baseball park down there, but you got the soccer stadium down there. We just visited this brand new, the state of the art. Uh, you also have the, um, uh, you know, you know the, like I said, you know, it's a baseball fan. The stadium is still not too far away from you. And also, uh, you have access to uh, other amenities in the city, like you know, like the uh, Boys Park. Uh, you have like you know, the uh, Jewel Box, and you know, uh, what's that? The uh, uh, Shaw's Garden. All those good things, you know, that they have, you know, and that. And I think uh, you know, the one thing that people find out, also you're supposed to the Opera House, and all the those things that you want to do, okay, and once you really get into city living, you give a convenience, and the location Scott gave you is very convenient, right, Scott? I'm sorry, I missed that. I said the place that you're listening, okay, is very, is very centrally located. The all the amenities that you would want to have, absolutely, not far away from there, you know. And, and, you know, and, 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 and you always need transfer that access to you know, transportation your cars down. Yeah. You got uh, up to the, the bus station stuff right around down there. You got you know, enough for from the uh, light rail. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of advantage that you have in, in the place that Scott just mentioned. In the city, yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that, that, that seems to be a problem with a lot of us in Kansas City that they want to move the Kansas City walls downtown that it could be for the people there. But I, I noticed in St. Louis, whenever the St. Louis Blues or uh, the Cardinals or they have an sporting event, parking is terrible. Uh, you, uh, well, you know, there, there are options to that too. We have light rail, the Metro, and uh, for those games, if you're on Washington Street uh, or Washington Avenue, there's a gentleman who does a free bus to all the uh, games. Right. And, 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 and another thing that uh, Scott got to know that the MC missionary in Kansas City, uh, they're trying, they're trying, they're trying to be able to get access to you know the, the in the city of St. Louis. Uh, baseball stadium is downtown. Uh, football stadium is downtown. Yeah. Uh, soccer arena is downtown. 
uh, Opera House in, in St. Louis City. All the, all, all, all the things that people pay for, they move to the county way out to make the business. You know, the football team, and the soccer team go way out in, uh, in Blue Springs almost. Oh, this and is true. Missouri, which is not, not a part of downtown St. Louis, not a part of downtown Kansas City. Right. And so, so, so I mean, so really, uh, that's what Kansas City right now is really, I hate to say this, and say the problem is that they're trying to cut through what St. Louis is doing and make this stadium more convenient, you know. Right. And also, it's always about being very to, to the city also. But there, there, at least here in St. Louis, there are people who want to to help that situation. That's why my friend right. has the uh, has the the free bus. Right, right, yeah, to make it convenient. So, it, but that's just a, a, an individual taking the, uh, bo- taking the ball on his court and saying, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to fix this problem. Right. And, then that, and that's why, again, as Scott said, that's just how people, you know, St. Louis, you know, people, again, you know, uh, they're always trying to hear about wherever where they can and when they can. And, you know, and this is just one of the things they're doing you know, to help their neighbors. You know, and, uh, you know, and, and so I guess what the best was MC is that what's the ball point being so close to the stadium there is is being ready to do that. Come back and pick you up. Well, okay. That that seems to be one the owners of the the parents that were all I guess they got a commitment in X amount of years to build a stadium uh in the inner city or down on eighteenth street. Whereas, yeah, see, uh, see, I tell you what, okay? The clock on the wall says they had to be computed another day. This is true. Because, because right now, uh, we had that thing called six o'clock, and we, we had to tell our guests, our neighbors, we would continue this conversation another day. Well, that, that's great because we, hopefully, we have, we got shows planned, and we'll do that, and... I uh, really want to work with the disabled people. I'm a veteran myself, and how we can do so that. Scott, up. Thank so you guys Scott, for your time. Well, there's no, it was a bunch of, that's not true. Uh, guess who's coming to Kansas City with the MC Richardson? Uh, the creator, uh, been around over 30 years. My name is Al Brooks, and I started on here. He said, thank you. We talked to you again next time. I always said, well, I said, you'll also please wear your face mask of COVID-19 on the way back. Please be safe. Life is good.